And how about this? It is the return of hanging with Big Wall, Keith Kachuk, 538 career goals, the U.S. Hockey Hall of Famer, joining us yet again to talk hockey and whatever the hell else we feel like talking about. Big Walt, I think the last time we talked, the kids were all home. You were going on nightly walks. You were the kids were featured on TSN with the hanging with Kachucks and or what? No, stuck with the what the hell was the name of the show? I think it was stuck with the Kachucks or something like that. And thanks for the warning that you were going to start this interview. I was filing papers over here. Come on, man, sharpen up. I'm looking at you, hairdo you got going on. Holy cow! <laughs> Thank God this is an audio only <laughs> podcast. You know what? We, we record a lot of stuff with Zoom, but I'll still keep the video on just so you can kind of see the person. Like if they get up and leave, I guess you'd know they're bored with the interview. But we're going to talk <laughs> hockey. We'll talk about whatever we want to talk about. And, uh, you know, people love these segments. I was at a uh, the state championship football game a year ago. I think it was when DeSmet won. And I'm standing on the sidelines and this guy comes up to me and he said, hey, are you you that Martin guy from St. Louis? This is down in Columbia. And I said, yeah. And he said, hey, I really I like the podcast segments, especially the ones with Big Walt. And I said, what? He's a nothing. What are you talking about? <laughs> I love the fact that somebody, there's actually one fan out there, but Jesus. <laughs> I love it. Oh, 2020, that's great. Um, great. Hey, let's, let's talk about Tom Brady. I am fascinated by this topic. And if, like, for a Boston fan like yourself, are you happy for him? Are you ambivalent? Are you a little bit bitter that he's not still in New England? Like I was saying this. How perfect is that guy? How can you not be a fan of him? Am I sad that he's not there anymore? No, but I'm happy for him. It just shows you what a great athlete. I mean, he's played 21 years in the NFL, but you bring it down to 20 years because that one year he's hurt the whole year. He's been in the Super Bowl half of his career, and some of the numbers are staggering. You know, what does he have, 10 uh, – championships yeah he's the afc and the nfc yep. you know i mean this guy has done it all it's amazing what he's done how great he is he is by far the best football player ever to play i mean there's no doubt what is going on he goes up to green bay and you know he didn't have the greatest second half but he finds a way to win he's got more playoff wins than bart star brett Favre, and aaron Rodgers combined and aaron Rodgers, you need I don't know, man. He he's a great player, but he got he got put into place pretty good. But I love Tom Brady. He's great. How can you not love him? He's just he's got it all. I bet Boston sports are just going bananas today. Do you, do you? I mean, do you think though, like the typical Patriots fan? What do you think? You think they're rooting for him, or they're absolutely? Yeah, there's some people that are, are. I don't think they're bitter. I think they're more bitter at the Patriots and Bill Belichick. He's he's gotten, you know. I think Bill has that. I mean, he's a great coach, but that stubborn arrogance where. You know, he thought he could do it without Tom and wanted to turn the page, and that happens. But there's not many normal athletes like Tom Brady. So for him, I mean, it's just great. You know, I don't know how he's going to do in this game because looks like KC's rolling pretty good. Um, it's going to be a tough game, and I can't believe the spread's at three right now. I thought it would be a little bit higher for Kansas City, so I might have to jump on that one. When you were a kid, I mean, the Patriots had some good teams, and I'm guessing were you you're probably close to high school when they lost to the Bears. I got a yeah. But I, was playing, got, I was playing pro. I know I wasn't playing pro then. I when they lost to the Packers, right? And what year? Oh yeah, was, you would have been yeah Packers. I was been. there, but, but I was yeah in '85 AFC. I was you know probably just started uh, <clears throat> high school maybe um, or just before high school. Yep. Um, and that was incredible. They they kind of did the same thing. I think they went on the road all. 
every game to get to the Super Bowl. I remember the big thing was squish the fish when they beat Miami down in Miami. So, but they got clobbered by a way better team, but that was a heck of a run. But, but were they always, I mean, like the NFL is, is the monster in almost every town. They just kind of dominate. But I'm thinking when you grew up, was it Celtics first because of Larry Bird? And or what was the – Yeah, because, because the Patriots weren't – I mean, now you can't get a ticket. I mean, the season ticket line, holder's line is, is ridiculous. Back then in the old Sullivan Stadium, it was like the bleacher seats you can get. And they didn't have very good teams. Um, it was a tough place to get to. It wasn't just a lot down there. And they weren't very good. And now it's it's – you know, and yeah, Celtics were it. Larry Bird, Robert Parrish, Kevin McHale, Red Armark as a coach. Um, they were great. They were winning championships. It was fun to watch. And even baseball wasn't great. Um, and hockey was hockey. And But it was definitely a, a basketball town when I was growing up because of the, you know, the legends that played at Boston for the Celtics and how good they were. But now it's now it's a Pats town. It's, I think it's a Pats town. I mean, it is. And to get to Foxborough, I was there one game. I mean, it is. No, I was there a couple games, I guess. But it literally is the middle of nowhere. I mean, you think of the East Coast. It was all these big cities and everything's urban. Foxborough, really, it's almost like a Green Bay, like a mini Green Bay in terms of where they put that team. Well, you know what? It's, 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 I went down there last year uh, with my brother to watch them play Kansas City uh, at home when Kansas City beat them. It is so beautiful down there when Robert Kraft is done for that whole area. But in terms of where it's at located, it's it's atrocious to get to. There's only one road in, one road out, and it's really bad. You have to get there early, and getting out of there is insane. It's a shame that they couldn't find a way to build it, you know, somewhere in Boston where the whole city can, you know, generate, you know, some money. But it's it's still a, an, an incredible stadium. Though. What he's done down there is phenomenal. What he's done for the – the state of Massachusetts and the city of Boston is phenomenal. This is the point in the podcast where the Blues fans say, I don't give a shit about Boston. Martin, ask him a hockey question. <laughs> what, what is your current title? And I've seen your business card, so this is legit. Uh, your actual title right now? Well, I, I, right now I do uh, like college trading, so I'm director of uh, player recruitment. Which is a battle you battle on thirty other teams, and um, you know you try to look at some free agents. But it's not just trying to bring free agent college kids in. Um, it's also you're you're looking at a lot of the other players that play in college who are drafted by NHL teams, just in case there's some interest moving forward there. And uh, you know you're building relationships with players and, and agents and stuff. So it's it's been pretty busy. Obviously, this year is a little different with the pandemic. Some schools aren't letting scouts in, especially on the East Coast. So I'm doing a lot of my scouting in the Midwest and doing a lot of video scouting along with our other scouts. And so then you'll file a report and send it over to Army and his team? Is that how it works? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it just goes up the chain, and and that's pretty good. And it takes me the only thing bad about it. I should have probably paid attention more in high school during typing class because I can't. I completely suck at it. I'm like one finger willy. I'm afraid to do it on airplanes too because it's embarrassing. One finger, Willie. I might need to. We may need to do a video segment where we show Big Wall <laughs> trying to type. Oh, it's it's embarrassing. I mean, it's just I should have paid attention in high school, like most of us should have. But you you probably knew in high school you were gonna. Did you think you were gonna be a hockey star even then? So you didn't care about school. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to care. My mom would have killed me if I didn't. My mom was always that lady that. If the teacher got mad at me, it was you know not like nowadays where the parents blame the, the teachers. It's it's it was always my fault, and what did I do wrong? So I don't want to get into that. Hey, one of the Blues uh, stories this year they they're talking about Robert Thomas and taking it to the next level, and still 
got even he's got more levels to get to. He's going to be really good. You know him real well. And every time they mention him, I say, doesn't live in Big Walt's basement anymore. And we've joked about it over the years. It was David Backus. It was Lee Stempniak. How, how did that start? And are there, are there other alums in town where this is going on? Because we always kind of hear about the Kachucks taking in a young prospect. Well, I think I, I know being a young player, being in a place where it was far away from where I grew up and you're on your own, you really don't know what's going on. And older guys are really good to me having me over for dinner. It's just about making you feel comfortable. Um, Robert, you know, along with those other guys were young guys coming in and you want to make sure they're comfortable. You want them to focus on hockey. And I knew Robert and his family through my son, Matthew, when playing for one of nights. So we got to know them and he lived here for two years. You know, he's a quiet kid, loves to play place, uh, whatever it is, PlayStation. Is that what it's called? Atari. You know, and, um, Atari. I was back in our era, television. Um, but, uh, you know, he's a quiet kid. We loved having him here and, you know, it was good. And with his travel schedule, my travel schedule and my daughter's field hockey and we're always on the go, but it was great having him here, but, you know, it's time to move on and, you know, but he still comes over here once in a while especially before the season got started coming over watching football and stuff and having dinner. And so he's a great kid. He's a great player. And, uh, you know, we uh, want him to feel as comfortable as possible. And, you know, we want him to not just worry about hockey and, you know, it's a young, young kids are hard. They don't know how to take care of themselves. So hopefully he learned a little bit while he was here and took it to his own little area now. Are you more in tune with that because you were 19 when you debuted? Like what it's like? I mean, did you feel kind of like fish out of water? I mean, think back then, you didn't have a cell phone. You could call your parents. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I still call my parents collect. Uh, you know, when my parents gave me some money when I first left for Winnipeg just to get me some, you know, walking around cash. But it, it's hard. It's hard. But now these kids are so – they're in tune with a lot of things, you know, they know how to take care of themselves and you just, it's hard to be by yourself. I mean, can you imagine when, you know, you know, you look at young kids when I was 19, kids are going to college, but they're under a certain roof where they're, they got their meal plan. They got this, they got, you know, different things. You're on your own. You're an adult. You're, you're, you're supposed to be an adult at 19 and taking care of yourself, renting a house and a lot of bills coming in and you got to get groceries, you're playing, you're practicing, you're traveling. So there's a lot of responsibility and I think it's really tough on kids. And I didn't, you know, I wanted to make sure I was able to help out some teammates and, you know, my wife and I, and, you know, I'd love to have them kids around. And with David Backus, do you guys, is there a bond there for years and even later, do you guys still keep in touch? Yeah. Once in a while we do. I mean, he's got to start his own family now, but I, you know, I know he appreciated coming, staying in our house and, and, and having a place to stay and being comfortable. And I think it's important. I mean, I know my kids are going through, it's tough, you know, they're, I mean, Matthew's 23 years, 23 years old now, so he's got a good feel for it, but still yet he's by himself and Brady has a couple of roommates and they still don't know the ins and outs of, of cooking. So we got to, we got to work on that a little bit better. Yeah, you look at his statement, it's DoorDash and who oh, yeah. eats it and grub up and like no cook. You talk to you talk to Matthew and Brady. Do you guys talk like every night? I talk to the boys every day. Um they they love you know, I don't talk like I'll talk to Brady will call me after games with the East Coast, but we usually like to talk the next day. Matthew plays games later, being on, you know, in Calgary and Mountain Time, so it's too late. I usually go to bed right after his game and there are times, you know, that they want to talk and there's times they don't want to talk. But Brady and I, even Matt, we usually talk every day about different things in the game and just seeing what's going on. You know, I, hey, I miss them. It was hard. They were here for the pandemic 
all all the time. And you know, it was that's the only silver lining about that whole thing is to be able to spend family time. And especially Chantal, she loved it. But when they left, you miss them. It's a big a big void in your life. The kids were giving you a hard time. They said, "Dad loves his walks. He's always out walking." What, how have you? There's still downtime. I guess we can get out more, but. Are you still on the nightly walk routine? No, it's too cold out for that now. So from New England, what do you mean it's too cold? I don't know. It, it, you know what sucks about this? It just gets dark so early. Like it's it's brutal, you know. And there's only so much news you can watch. You want to tune that out because you're sick of all the political shit going on. So it's uh, you know it's been just tough. Plus, there's no field hockey right now because season's over. With, so I miss that. So. Gonna try to find some time. It's kind of my schedule to get out and watch some games and watch some hockey. At least the NHL's back, which is great. And there's like a game every other night. What do you think of this? Of this Western Division is loaded right now, and the Blues. Blues obviously they've got a very good team, but Vegas, Colorado, maybe two of the best teams in the NHL. This is this is gonna be pretty rugged, isn't it, out there in the West? Yeah, it is. I mean, there's a lot of these divisions are really tough, you know, and, and it hasn't gone great. But, you know, I think this, we see what, what it looks like right now. And Vegas is going to be a tough, tough out. I mean, L.A. was, I mean, you can't overlook these teams. And it's playing back-to-back games. It's never easy to play women the second night. And, um, you know, we expect bigger things. And you got to remember, there's a little bit of a turnover in our in our in our roster from last year, when you lose a guy like Petro, that's a big void. And Jay Bullmeister, who people forget about, that's a big void. And, you know, um, at least Bennington has really played well this year. And, you know, we're, you know, some of the guys, some of the older guys are starting to heat up a little bit, but last night was a tough, tough loss to LA, but you know what? I still believe in this team and they, they believe in each other and I think we'll be fine. And even though they've accomplished a lot, it's, it's obvious Craig Berube is not going to put up with anything like, like fans and media can never really question effort because that's really dangerous. You don't know. But when the coach calls people up, I, I get the sense he'll always be the one who's going to – I mean, I guess it's obvious because we know he's a badass. But don't you think Chief's the one who's always going to make sure there's a 100% commit? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, he's he's not going to sell for anything. I mean, last year we, we lost out in the bubble to a team that – you know, it got hot, but it was – we had high expectations. And the other guy I forgot about was um, Tarasenko not playing this year. So, but, yeah, Chief is tough, and he should be. I mean, you know, there's high expectations from the ownership down to, you know, Doug Armstrong. It's 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 win, 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 win here, and that's the way it should be. And you have the guys that do it. A lot of guys still left from that championship team. And, you know, it's just going to be tougher with the schedule, the – the travel and, and different things. It's, it's hard every night to go out and find two points, but we feel comfortable with the team we have and bringing in Tory Krug is going to pay dividends down the road. It's still new for him and the atmosphere of the team getting used to different things. So, you know, I think everything will be fine. we got some good young players. Jordan Kyrie is playing outstanding right now. How good has he been? His speed and, you know, for a team that's not the fastest, it really helps, you know, plugging him in the lineup and him and obviously Robbie are big parts of the team that need to take over the reins. And Robert Thomas, I mentioned earlier, like he's almost got the Magic Johnson, like the passing. I mean, he some of his passes are just insanely good. Does he ever have to think scoring more? Does is he does that ever going to be an issue where he's got to try and score more, or is he fine yeah. setting people up? I talk to him quite a bit, and I tell him it's just not in his nature. He always wants to pass the puck, and he's so good at it. But in this league. You know, opportunities, you can't force things that aren't there. And, and sometimes the best play is to get it on net. And he has a great shot. His pull and release is really good. So, 
you know, he's got to be more selfish in that terms. And, and I think he'll get better results for it. I like the back-to-back. It reminds me, you know, when I was a kid, the Blues and Blackhawks would play Saturday, Sunday, and it would be at the barn on Saturday night, and there'd be a couple fights, and then, like, the next day at two or three, they're up in Chicago playing. It's not quite like that, but I, the idea that they see the same opponents, now, it hasn't worked for the Blues in that second game, but I kind of like this layout, this schedule. I, do you think players care? I, I, I really believe they do. I mean, you get to stay in one city a little bit longer instead of in and out, and it cuts down on the travel, and it makes it, – it builds a lot of hatred. My only disappointment is that we're not in the same division as Chicago or Detroit based on the past, and I know everything can't always stay the same. you got to change things, but there is a great rivalry between the Hawks and the Blues. It just – be nice to play that many times a year to really take it to another level. But I think you're building new rivalries and I think it's, you know, it's a little tougher on the, on the travel when you go out West and obviously Colorado and Vegas are two great teams that, you know, in order for you to win a Stanley Cup, you got to face them early in the playoffs and try to get past them. So it's going to be fun to watch, but uh, certainly the schedule I think is a little bit better and I hope they stick to something like that moving forward. All right, hanging with Big Walt. We'll do a couple of these a month. People can download them, find them at scoopswithdannymack.com, or you get the iTunes, Google, get it delivered directly to you. We will talk some hockey, but we won't talk a ton of hockey. What we're going to do, we might have your mom on the show, if that's okay. She's, um, yeah, she's still working, bud. <laughs> oh, is she really? Yeah, 73, still down the docks. The docks of Boston. So is she yeah. working or is she just clocked in? Uh, I think a bit of both. A bit of both. It's probably causing trouble down there. Was it the second season of The Wire when they were in the shipyards, I think? Yeah. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. Oh, I, I, we're going to have to – we may not interview her. We may turn the Boston uh, news stations on a corruption story. No, don't. Don't. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> She's almost done anyways. <laughs> <laughs> well, we may have – Mom, maybe we'll get Dougie Wait. We'll just kind of have some fun, yeah. and we'll, we'll talk about some career moments. And I, I do want to ask – finish with this. Because people can look up your stats, your career. And if you Google Keith Kachuk, one of the things that also comes up says players that should be in the Pro Hockey Hall of Fame that are not. And I know you've been asked about it, but is it something you think about at all? No, I think my family thinks about more than I do. Um, Maybe someday it'll happen. There's nothing I can do about it now. It's out of my control. Um, You know, I'm you know, things have worked out pretty well for me with my family and our health and seeing the boys doing as well as they do. And that's, that's my hockey hall of fame right there. That's a great answer. I hope that wasn't rehearsed. That's a great answer. Big Walt, have yourself a great week and we'll catch up next time. I'll take a shower for the zoom. I know you look like we just picked you up the street there, buddy. (laughs) Close to it. All right. That's the one and only big Walt. Keep the chuck.